0: Live from Western Kentucky University, capital of the Hilltopper Nation. Whether it's in the locker room or on the field, behind the clipboard or on the court, home or away, we've got you covered. Get ready to enter the Red Zone, your destination for all things sports, right here on Revolution 91.7.
1: And welcome back to Red Zone Radio on Revolution 91.7. I'm here with the boys. They're all here. Nick Brake, Caden Gaylord Day, Mike Stamper, the other guys in the other room. We're going to have a great show. we had... That nice introduction. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't got time for all that. Come on now, guys. Who cares anyways? I mean, no, we'll get there. (laughs) When the pickums come, we'll get there. Um, It's been a beautiful weekend, though. I mean, we're hitting 80 degrees on three straight days. Um, It's finally starting to feel like summer, as we are already having technical difficulties. Of course we are. Um but no, it's been a great weekend. Guys over there, how are you guys doing them? Better than you all, apparently.
2: Yeah, hey, we're back. fine
3: over here. Yeah, We're back. <laughs> <laughs> we are on. There was you your mic down? Like It was, was unplugged. Down? Oh, okay. I, I think we were was sabotaged. sabotaged. It's because everyone wants to talk
1: in here when we get in here instead of... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, it's been a great weekend. I mean, we just finished Extra Point on Friday, the final yep. show of the year. Final show of me and Caden's career. It's been bittersweet. we got two shows left. This is the second to last one for Red Zone, and uh, we have a, a bunch of stuff to get into. And we'll start off with WKU Baseball, as they have had quite the abysmal season yet again. Um, we talk about them every week, and, you know, I hate to bring them up, but they're 13-26. and 26. Yeah, to be... To be... You're almost double the game. If you win double the games you have right now, you're still barely 500. And that's pretty bad. And they have... I know they have two guys batting over 300, um, basically three with 297. But their pitching staff is abysmal per usual. Uh, we won't spend much time talking about them because um, I think they lost nine straight. I don't know if they won or lost today. If anybody no, knows, they guess me. Okay, so that's ten stri- or that's <laughs> nine lost, straight. Yeah, they've lost nine. Nine straight now, um, and I guess his job's secure, Mr. Pulaski. Yep. So he doesn't have to worry about much. But this team. Um, I mean other than they're gonna round up the bottom of the pack of the conference USA, there's not much to say on yeah. this WKE baseball team. But um the softball team, they're doing much better. I believe they are um thirty and nine on the season now after the win today. And they they look great. I mean they have they have what the baseball team doesn't and that's an ace in in uh, none. I can't think of Shelby Shelby be none um she's I think 16 and 6 on the year uh, she's got under a th- 2 ERA like a 1.88 or something it's just insane she's dominating on the pitch but what have you guys seen from the softball team
4: well I went to the game yesterday the 10-9 walk-off game and they were down uh pretty early down like four zip I think early in that game and you know to see them fight and battle back and be able to pull that one out in the end. You know, it's pretty impressive going up against a Marshall team who also has 30 wins on the season right now. Right. And it's, you know, they've beaten their top two competition uh, in conference, you would say, whether it's Marshall or UAB, they've beaten them both in the series. So the fact that they've been able to do that and, uh, you know, consistently play well this year, it, it, it's great going in towards the end of the season and heading into the conference tournament, especially when you're about to go up against the number two team in the nation this upcoming week, right. uh, winning, a game, winning a game 10-0, uh, in five innings is, you know, a huge confidence booster.
1: And I don't know the exact stat, but I believe they are, I think, around 15-2 and two at home or something around that area. Yeah, this was only their second. 19-2. 19-2, so even better. And they play Alabama on Wednesday at home. Um, so it should be a very interesting game. Obviously, number two ranked Al- Alabama coming to the hill is a big game no matter who you are. Obviously, Alabama is not going to throw their best pitcher out, but um, Tops could sneak one out. Um, against you know the fifth person for the Alabama in their starting rotation, so um, it should definitely be an interesting finish to the season. We're almost to conference play or um, conference tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so the softball team, they're just they're doing it again. They're every year it's the same story, just um, a different team, and um, they're kind of like they're they're a different lesser, not much lesser, but they're like the volleyball team where they're just consistently good, but they don't get talked about a lot. So. Shout out to the to the softball team, but <laughs> big news here. Mike went to the spring game, I WKU did. football spring game. Um, what did you see out there?
3: Um, I was pretty impressed with uh, how Jarrett Diggy looked. I think he was impressive. Um, he really showed off some decent runs and throws. Um, he team seemed to hit his target. David Davis also looked pretty impressive. I mean, they ran four quarterbacks with uh, Darius Ocean, Chance McDonald, and Caden Viltkamp. Caden Viltkamp. It's pretty intimidating out there. He's a he's, big guy. Yeah, he's six five. He, yeah, he, I'm sure
1: what he looked like against high schoolers at, at South. He he's a massive human being. He needs to put on a bit of weight to to acclimate to the college level, but he'll do that. Um, but I think the consensus is Daigie's going to start day one. I assume they haven't announced anything, obviously, but. Coming from West Virginia, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a fifth-year senior. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'd be, it'd be shocking if he doesn't come out and start. But Tyson Helton's really excited about this team. He's acting like they haven't missed a step offensively. <laughs> Obviously, that's not the case. I, I mean, <laughs> no disrespect to whoever's coming into this program, but Bailey Zappi just broke the record for the entire for college. I mean, for touchdowns, passing yards, basically any passing record you could have, he broke it. Um, so you can't come in and replace that with – anybody um now will they have a good season that's up for debate but the defense i think is the biggest question about this team for next year
4: mm-hmm. well that's what i was going to point out because um after the game you know they do press conference interviews and stuff and he said <laughs> he talked about uh the defense of course coordinator tyson summers and his philosophy he said I really like his philosophy. You didn't see it today, but it's an attacking defense. We may give up big plays on defense, but the main thing is to make them kick field goals. And that's my issue because this defense has given up big plays every single year. So
1: so that's the plan. Well, well, the only (laughs) thing that makes that
5: better is last year. It was they gave up big plays, like not blitzing. They just dropped seven guys and still gave up big (laughs) plays. At least now they'll blitz, so maybe they'll get a couple sacks off
1: some pressure. Maybe, but you couldn't. You couldn't generate sacks last year with a guy that's getting yeah. drafted this year.
5: That's why I think he said it's a an attacking – I think they know they have to blitz this year. Well, There's no
1: – Yeah, they can't generate by themselves on a no. four-man pass rush, but they also can't contain anybody in the secondary. So mm-hmm. it's a lose-lose situation um, for the defense there, so he's probably just going to – throw yeah. all-out blitzes for majority of the game and hope that it doesn't burn them in the long run. Which right. it could.
6: I will say, I did not watch the spring game. I have retired from WKU Sports now that I'm no longer producing the extra point. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Um, which, shout-out, by the way, back-to-back um, best sports coverage in Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky Broadcast Awards. We won the KBA two years running now. Um, I got three of them
4: things. Yep.
6: <laughs> uh, but I will say, uh, I if I can compliment the WKU Hilltopper football team anywhere... I really like the decal on the helmet. Do you guys <laughs> notice that? Yeah, it was smooth. Well, well they're wearing Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a new. They, I guess, is that, I've is seen. that a new contract?
2: Uh they've had it. it they just haven't really
1: worn much.
4: Well, they're. Well, can you wear Jordan? Their jerseys are are Nike, yeah. mm-hmm. but okay. it's Jordan yeah, is owned yeah. by Nike. Well, I know
1: that, but I didn't know if you were allowed to. Because, oh, yeah. you know, North think, Carolina, yeah, like, yeah. they wear only Jordan stuff. Well, they don't not, wear Nike stuff. And first those are football local. school to wear Jordan, Michigan. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> <You're in> our, <laughs> everything go back to Michigan you, Mike. I swear, that team. Anyway, um, but I don't want to overreact here because last year we came in the spring game, or at least I did. I remember sitting here. It was me, Matthew, Cade, and Tori, and I told them I, I was the only one out of that group that went to the spring game last year. And I was so hard on Bailey
4: Zappi. He threw, like, how many He he threw a lot. He threw four
1: picks in the spring game and had, like, five batted balls down because he's six foot and he just stood in the pocket and he wasn't allowed to go Mm -hmm. outside the pocket because of the way they run their spring game or whatever. And I was just, like, not impressed in the slightest Mm -hmm. about his performance because I was like, he can't see over the defense. He's going to get, you know, if he plays anybody that's not Western Kentucky players, they're going to bat it down every time. And then the four interceptions were just terrible throws. And I, I just was not impressed, and obviously, he proved me wrong, mm-hmm. and then some. Um, but I didn't know how Daegi looked well, in the spring game.
3: He, I mean, he he made good reads, and I mean, he. I mean, obviously, they're not going to show their full pressure tackling the quarterbacks and stuff because they don't want to get anybody hurt.
1: Are you talking in the mic or the mic, Mike?
3: I am sorry. Um, <laughs> so anyways, fifteen feet away. He um he I mean he it looked like he knew you uh, when to make that the right move out there, but I mean. Well, he is
1: a fifth year. I hope to God that he can make yeah. the right move at a yeah. fifth
3: year senior coming from a, a Big Twelve school where all he does is, is
1: offense. I oh, hope he yeah. can make a right read. Maybe but. this
6: is a bad thing though that he played well because I do remember I think Tyrell Pigram played, pl- excuse me, played well in the spring I was game. Ty Story <laughs> through I think three interceptions. Ty- as you said, Bailey's heavy through four. Yeah. I mean, this is very anti-analytical in sports. Do we know how Stephen Duncan did in any of these? <laughs> well, That would <laughs> be a good sign. <laughs> too. So maybe that means he's going to do bad. I but, mean, uh, um, yeah, but we can't base it on the spring game, obviously. Yeah, obviously but not. All you're
1: looking for in the spring game is reps and, you know, chemistry and see if he has any chemistry with any receiver yet. Um, and I didn't know if. If there was a certain – I know Daywood is supposed to be the number one receiver. He says he
6: really likes Daywood. He said that in every press conference, that he and Daywood have clicked personally. That's good. Let alone on the field, just like Mitchell and then Jareth did with Bailey.
4: I will say, um, I hope the running game improves this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had Noah Whittington, who averaged six yards a carry.
1: I believe he's gone, right? And he, yeah, went, he to went to Oregon. Yeah. So now has, that you're not trying to get Bailey ad
3: the record anymore, <laughs> you know, establish <laughs> a run game a little bit. I mean, Kai Robichaux looked decent yesterday.
1: Yeah, so. well, he had, you know, flares last year where um, you could, I guess, say that he I, – I view him as a backup more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's a solid backup. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how he is as a starter. Uh, but this yeah. offense is going to complete overhaul. So – it's going to be interesting to see what the new OC does, new quarterback, running back, receivers. Like This entire thing is going to be nothing compared to what it was last year.
3: Yeah. Well, we'll we can also see how ninth-year senior Jakari Moses does. <laughs> he's still here? <laughs> yes.
6: Yeah, he's probably going to be our number one. How? The I don't know. Hey, it's, it's... we've got a guy in here who's good friends with <laughs> with him, so well, <laughs> we'll ask don't... him in the commercial break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's insane to me. I feel like he's been here... At least a year before we got here. He, yeah, he was yeah, our senior
3: at high school.
6: This will be yeah, this will be his, his sixth, sixth year, year on the hill. And he's only a redshirt junior by the way. I can't way. keep up. With <laughs> I mean, and COVID then he got, you can get in, that because COVID's a year and a redshirt year. That's six. six. Yeah. I mean, Juwan Jones will be here as well. Just, I think he was here. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel old because
1: like I. Graduate before the kids like, were, got here before me. And yeah. It's like, yeah, the red shirt, but well, then it's like,
6: now it's COVID well, year yeah, so and you then extra year. Jiwan Co- Jones's first coach was Jack Harbaugh. Well, I mean, he's been here forever. <laughs> so. I mean, last year we had Jeremy
3: Darvin, who'd been here since our yes. sophomore year of high school. Yeah, which, which
6: was, was, by the way, in 2015, 2016. Yeah. For those of you Good, who don't have a yes. high school track record, Jeremy Darvin
4: here. is like 30 years old. It's <laughs> been <How did laughs>
1: seven
6: years. Like, even, all right, that's a whole
1: different topic. ask him justice. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't imagine having to go to class just to play football. Oh, Maybe I'm that's that just I've me, done. but yeah. playing I mean, at 26 years old... You don't
2: necessarily have to go to class. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, for grad school, I guess. But you I mean, you have to be in school to, to be I mean, able to play. Some I the mean, you guys that don't do make you go bro. to class. I've you guys do athletic world, coaching. But. Well, yeah, we're not North Carolina You, you over see here. how easy yeah. their classes yeah.
4: Yeah. are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a shot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and my like 3.7 <laughs> GPA? If you're a broadcasting major, then yeah, everything's going to be pretty easy.
1: We all know that. But we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have the... NBA, I believe, to talk about college it. basketball. College basketball. It's not much news. But we'll we'll go through it pretty quickly, and then we'll get to the NBA. a good retirement, the right way to retire. Yeah. Oh my. Goodness. That'll be back. We're, we'll be right we're, back. We're. Revolution ninety one seven. Here's Red Zone Radio.
0: Keeping you up to date on Western Kentucky sports. You're in the red zone right here on Revolution ninety one seven.
1: Welcome back. Red Zone Radio, Revolution ninety We're going to talk about some um, college basketball news. So if you haven't heard, if you're living, living under a rock, Jay Wright um, just up and retired. Just out of nowhere. Nobody saw it coming. Randomly on, I believe it was Saturday or maybe Friday. <laughs> um, Sorry, guys. Basically <laughs> just said, I'm going out after a Final Four run. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I didn't realize he'd been there for what was it, 26 years or whatever it was. Um, so he won two national titles. He had eight Big East regular season titles, a gold medal um, as he for the assistant for the men's team last summer. Over 640 victories. Um, 520 of them came with the, the Wildcats. Like, just a, a great career, obviously. But he was going to be, and, and some people see it before Kay retired, but he was going to be the best coach in college basketball this year, without a doubt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh would mm-hmm. yeah, also Stensburg. be the last one left in the generation. So, <laughs> yeah, from which generation?
2: The one with Boy Williams, Coach K.
6: I mean, he Jim a- Beheim still exists. Bayheim's yeah, yeah
1: good lord, yeah, that guy still.
6: I will say, I do feel like Bayheim's a lot of retire
2: for the last like, like eight years. He said that something like that.
6: I feel like there's a bitter Kentucky fan statement somewhere in this room that's waiting to come out about this all this retirement nonsense. But well, I I think. Caden, um, Caden
1: mentioned it earlier. I I do agree with it though. It's it is the right way to retire. You go out and people say, oh, all these Duke fans are the only ones saying this. You quit on your recruits. It's like you don't think he told his recruits that the same way no. that Coach K did. Or here is mm-hmm. a different. F-
5: they recruit differently though.
1: Here is a different thing though. Is like yeah. Jay Jay Wright retires three days ago, four days ago. Their best one of their best players that can come back is. Cam is coming back and he announced it yesterday. So clearly, it's not just about Jay Wright there. It's about the whole program. Right. But
6: that's
5: the difference. Well, the the kids that are going to Blue Bloods are picking the coach Cause on the right. Most- but
1: I don't need a a whole tour to tell me. How much pressure I have on me to win this but, series?
5: But I don't think it's like he can't do that. Like I, I think he's earned the right to be able to do that. A lot of players have had retirement tours. I mean, you could see Kobe Bryant had a tour. No, no, no. Hold Tim on. Tim Duncan did Aaron not. Jeter, so right. it's, let's it's let's just, be clear. It's though, just what guys are comfortable with?
1: I like. I don't care about player tours like retirement tours. Those are fine. But what's the difference? I mean, yeah. the
2: coach was there forty something years because made do the basketball, basketball. Because the coach is.
1: is not playing. Will that doesn't matter? He's, he
2: contributes just as much as those players do in that time span. Yes, he does. Are you? Are I, you kidding me? I, 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 I mean, if you don't have Coach K, Duke does not have five national titles. Well, yeah, if they you don't, don't have, have any. The recruits, I mean, they don't
5: have any. Okay, but. When Coach K's final game the tic- Yeah, but the who tic- recruits Coach yeah. K? Well, no, Co- he doesn't Coach His K's final game it. The ticket prices were insane The ticket prices weren't insane. Were insane For Tatum's last game No Or for Brandon Ingram's that's last game That's not what game, I care about though Or for any- He the- made a brand so, There aren't fine. many people
1: In this country That made a brand And that I mean, would be live on Even if you didn't Take a, a farewell tour The farewell right. tour Just adds pressure I just pressure don't to see What the problem
2: is with it I think you all just have A problem I'm, with it Because you're Kentucky I fans
1: I'm telling you why If you would let me finish But only the Kentucky fans Have a problem No, it's not It's the fact that you put Pressure on your players. The the whole season was not about can Paulo and this group get a championship. It's can Coach K go out on top on his last year. Right. And that's what they're going to look back at when they look back at this season 15 but years it, from now. It's it, is that Coach a bad K thing? For the players?
5: Yeah. Yeah? I mean, I, I would think... When you think of Tatum's I, I would, year,
1: you don't bring up Coach K's fifth to last year. You bring up it was Jason Tatum year. When you think of Zion, you think of Zion and R.J. Barrett. Yeah. When you think of this team, it's not going to be about... Paulo or AJ Griffin right. or any of those guys. It's going well, to be about well, Coach If They, they K's didn't last win a year. title;
5: they'd be forgotten anyway yeah. at Duke. But yeah. I think Zion
1: didn't win a title. He Zion's different. Th- Zion's different.
5: That was that, like that ESPN's baby, baby. Like that was yeah, their baby. Put Zion. That was a total. Jason Tatum didn't yeah, win a title. Who? who how, name three players that were on Tatum's team. Nobody yeah, knows. I mean, it's you'll know, you know, have a couple guys. Paulo will be remembered. He went to yeah. That's happened every year. His run just because it's five years later. But his run, like I think, I think putting pressure on him to win the title is. I think there's pressure anyway. I mean, there's. I think not that's when there's fine. a farewell
1: tour. It's not the same when there's a when this is the last coaching job I, I ever. Mean, I What's think, unique
5: I,
2: about it is he was at the same place for forty years. Coaches aren't in the same place for forty years, and that's anymore. fine to that celebrate it. Yeah,
1: but you don't need a. Everybody has to. You know, I, nobody, had to nobody had to do anything. Nobody had to do anything. These Carolina. schools didn't have to do a single yeah. thing. Ask Carolina because North Carolina Duke Carolina got, didn't have to do anything because yeah. Duke got mad at them to. for not doing it.
5: Well, that's I mean. Duke is mad North Carolina for a lot of things. Yes, that's I mean just, Duke it's Duke and North Carolina. You don't but have that's to not do anything same. if you don't want to. Yeah. No, they
1: were just saying because you didn't celebrate Coach K. It's like why right. I'm shouldn't. I get that you're you know the greatest coach ever, whatever you want to say, but you don't have to have everybody have the limelight on you at the very I end. I mean
5: that's also just different people. Some people like the light on. Me. I mean obviously Jay Wright, the entire I mean his entire coaching career was never put yes. the spotlight on me. So this I would expect nothing. I can't see him doing a farewell tour. That's not his style, but. I mean, a coach that had Duke in the limelight for most of his coaching career probably maybe wanted it, and I don't think it's too bad to be a little selfish. If you want the spotlight, you can have it. You earned it by that point. And the fans of Duke wanted wanted him to be in the spotlight, so I think he gave everybody what they wanted. And Duke as a whole wanted it. Yeah. You'd make a lot but, of money off of that. Right.
6: But then also, why sympathize the players who knew that that was going to be the end of the road for Coach K, and they wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. They knew what was going to happen, and they chose to do it. So, uh you know, I'm not going to sympathize with those guys.
1: I'm yep. for any player. I mean, coach, you're not guaranteed to have this coach for four years while you're there. That's not part of the deal. Well, they're all one right. and done. You go anyway. for the program right. anyway. So, well, I'm talking about for Villanova's sake. Yeah, most of those most years. Villanovas are four years. So, like, you don't right. You don't come in freshman year and be like, well, well, see, well that's why it's I a hope little, Jay that, Wright's here that, my senior. That's year.
5: why it's a little different with Jay Wright being able to just retire because it, you are kind of going. I'm going to Villanova. I'm going to be here for a while. Yes. I understand things change. Duke, it's like I'm probably going there one year. I want the coach that I commit to for my one year. That's kind of I could see where that's yeah. kind of different. Where Villanova you don't see the you know, if if Duke pulled this with a lot of those one-and-duns would probably go somewhere else when they no. saw the coach they committed to left. Villanova, it's like, I wanted to go to Villanova. I'll probably be there three, four years. That doesn't change for me.
4: Well,
1: I think that's where we differ, because I don't, I don't think...
5: I, I don't, I don't I think, think it's about
2: them, all of them. I would say some of them would. I, I would, some some of them would. would. I'd yeah. rather play for Bill Self than John Shire. I'd
1: rather play for Bob Huggins than John Shire. I'd rather play for Cal than John Shire. I wouldn't after what, what I just saw with Hubert Davis. What was the difference of... Roy I mean I know But that doesn't happen every time. Yeah. Right look at UConn. UConn, yeah,
2: yeah, he won yeah, he won the national championship. That's a big deal.
1: But then that program crashed. But if you think that you know the Coach K has had this guy under his wing for how many years? Right. Like it's the same way. If you think Coach K is gonna be, you know, his mentor and that's basically what he's gonna inherit is Coach K stuff, he's gonna do the exact same thing. But there's no guarantee, but there's no guarantee. there's no guarantee for anything, Will. I'm that's, just saying, like I'd rather
2: have, I'd rather go to a coach that I know can win for sure. If I'm a top player, they can get me to the NBA. Bill Self yeah. hadn't
1: won in years before this past year. But he right. gets
2: players to the NBA. I think it's
3: barely. Not. Kansas doesn't <laughs> recruit very well. None of Kansas's like star players in the last ten years are stars in the They're NBA. They're
2: not stars, but they made it to uh, the NBA. Is, name it, name that at is at the MB. college coach's Joel, job,
3: Joel, not Joel to make you a star. It is up to you to Kansas. be a star in the MB NBA.
4: Count. played like five games. Yeah.
2: It's up to the player to become a star in the NBA, not the coach they had in college. Yeah. The coach they are you had co- in college why just are you gets bringing them that up? there.
1: Yeah, you're the one that brought it up. I'm saying the they want well, to go to the NBA, think not
5: be a star. Uh, back to the J. I think the J. Wright retirement just shows the personality difference between the two oh, coaches, yeah. and I 100%. think that's J. Wright. I don't J. Wright a, would
2: probably leave. He, he, if if we didn't have social media, it'd probably be like first week of the season. Oh, J. Wright's not there anymore. He was just that kind of person. Yeah, yeah,
1: which is which is fine. I guess the other way is fine too for you guys, but. Yeah. Shaden Sharp, we'll move on. I'll ask Caden this because he's the one that put it in here. <laughs> Obviously he's going to the draft. We all kinda knew it. Now it's just a question of all the eligibility stuff that's coming is, out.
5: That's so odd to me that college basketball lets them do that. Yeah. Well, and we talked about it anymore. when it first
1: happened, but Caden, I, I know you've been following it pretty hard. So what what are the overall, you know, I guess, uh, disappointments you have from the way this was handled?
4: Well, let me just say that I am all for Players going straight to the league. I don't think right. they should have the you know one year college rule. Yeah. I, I believe players if they want to go straight out of high school. They should. Yeah. Um. My issue is with just just the nastiness of this. Like Be now they're saying he graduated in May of last year. Right. But he played high school basketball in Oct- in October. Mm-hmm. Right. And he didn't join Kentucky till halfway. Through the season, so how did he graduate in May of last year? If he was playing high school ball in October of 2021 as well, it just doesn't make sense. Now all of a sudden, they're trying to provide this diploma of him graduating May. He did. We know he did not graduate in May, right?
1: And 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 the shady part is is like now reports are coming out to where Shaden wanted to play, his parents wanted to play, Cal wanted to play. It was one person on his PR on his management team that was like, "Yeah, you're not playing," which. I get you don't want to injure the kid before going, but if how does that guy out-trump the player, the parents, and the coach about one kid's future, Um, especially after all this is coming out now to where, who knows, he he might not be eligible by the time all this ends. Um, There could be something coming out. I doubt he'll come back to Kentucky if that happens.
4: I mean, he kept his college eligibility for a reason.
1: Yeah, but I don't know (laughs) if Kentucky, like, obviously you'd want him back, but who knows what other stuff comes with that. It's like, if that's where we're starting at, where does it end?
5: Well, what is he? Um, like, what's he projected? I I would say, isn't he like back into the lottery? Probably. No, oh. he's
1: top. He's around the tenth, or, or maybe sometimes below that, uh, uh, depending on the mock draft. But
5: so then he's not going to come back if that's where he's projected.
1: Well, I I don't think he's coming back at all unless right. he has to, unless which is the like point. The, but the NCAA is
2: not going to do anything. Yeah, they don't I think they'll let it, it won't them.
1: be the NCAA. It'll be the eligibility of, from the NBA rules because mm-hmm. NBA rules is you have to be eighteen plus one full year removed from college. Right. And te- like if Removed if he did high school. yeah. Sorry, yeah. if he doesn't graduate until December yeah, or whenever he was, then it's okay, not a yeah. full year. So then they won't let him enter the draft. Yes. Which that's a whole another situation where yeah. who knows what could happen then. But for right now, he's in the draft pool and gone from Kentucky. But yeah. Shibway came back, so I guess there's some silver lining and happiness for Kentucky fans. I, I guess. It, yeah. Um. But. <laughs> Just an interesting situation how that all went down, and um, definitely not handled well by anybody um, throughout this whole process. With getting fans' hopes up for he's coming back next year, and and basically egging this on to where um, yeah. you give false hope for.
5: Well, what I, ca- I, I kind of feel bad for him too because I know he feel like I mean that's just oh, had yeah. to be such a confusing situation mm-hmm. for him here yeah. all these different things and what should I do and. Now a lot of people are mad at him and bashing him. Yeah, now you got so fans like up. going after him, even right. though he had no
1: just decision. Kid. Yeah, like he's 18 years old. There's no way he can make that decision for himself. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, so half
4: that's... of Kentucky's fan base is the worst fan base in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and right, you know what half I'm speaking <laughs> of. So yeah, I mean it's more like the ones all, that didn't
1: go to UK. The old ones, I think, yeah. is what he's talking about. Oh. The, the young, yeah, young yeah, ones are pretty old. bad too. Yeah. Old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Old.
4: Yeah, we know. But you know, he's a kid and. We've seen this time and time again where adult, real adults are sh- overshadowing a kid in their decisions and trying to impact what they want to do in their lives. And it seems like this is what's happening right now. So I hope it all works out for him. I hope um, he doesn't get any blowback. I mean, I've already seen reports of quote unquote NBA, you know, scouting or executives or whatever saying uh, because of the situation, the, uh, his draft stocks, you know, dropping yeah, a little really bit, which really sucks. Yeah. So for him, because yeah.
1: like he had no control over it, and now his because he has a poor management system or, or team that right. he can't, it's going to hurt his stock and and lose him money basically. Because yeah. the difference of being the third pick in the NBA versus the tenth is quite a bit. It's not like the NFL where most first rounders have the same amount of. It is completely different to where it's like three to four million dollars difference. Right, and for a rookie deal. That goes on for what four years um that's a pretty pretty big haul so yeah um but we'll move on we're gonna take a quick break when we come back now we have um the nfl draft that's coming up and we'll talk about playoffs a little later but you listen to red zone radio on revolution
0: 91.7 keeping you up to date on western kentucky sports you're in the red zone right here on revolution 91.7 i
1: And welcome back. Red Zone Radio. Revolution one seven. The draft is in four days. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yep, four Thursday's days this Thursday. A lot of stuff going on. This is the first time. and I've been telling Mac this. We've been talking off air for weeks now. This is the first time since I've been kind of following the draft pretty heavily to where there's no consensus number one at all right. people have Hutchinson up there for a while now it's like Trayvon Walker is like really high right for the Jaguars of course you're gonna go tackle with Iki like all these guys
5: yeah I think that's what's it's not just like I remember the Baker <laughs> draft it was like all right Baker Sam Darnold were kind of but it was like at least it was a quarterback we know a quarterback's going now it's right. like I don't even know what position it could be a tackle could be an end yeah I mean there's no and then there's you Miles know could Garrett, be this tackle could be that tackle could be this end could be that end so it's yeah so uh,
1: it's definitely gonna be interesting well go ahead who was going to say something?
5: Oh, no, you're good. Oh. Um,
1: <laughs> I was just saying, like, it's very weird to me how it's it's a deep draft class, and, and I'm but it's not star-ridden yeah. draft class. Like, it's deep with decent talent that are going to be solid pros, but nobody right. – I mean, there's going to be a few pieces maybe that are actual stars yep. from this class, which you I have guess – You a lot of, like –
2: Side pieces. You don't have quarterbacks. You don't right. have typical like typical top yeah.
5: receivers, running backs, all
1: and, of that. But like even the offensive line. Like after well, the first four that come yeah. off the board, you're kind of yeah. slim picking. And I
5: think last year they said most like they don't have 32 first round talents in a draft. Like last year, I think the last first round talent on most people's boards was ETN, and he went like 21. I feel like this year there's maybe. I mean, a lot of them are kind of like, they, they're they kind of B, like A, B guy, could be second round. So I feel like the first round talent is really low. Whereas well, if you're outside the top 10, instead of it would be like if you're outside 16. Now it's like maybe 12. Well, the
1: difference is you can get good value at 20-something, right. but mm-hmm. the value, like the guys that are going to be second round picks this year that could have been first round picks in this year's draft would not have been first round picks in previous year's drafts. Yeah. So like, it's just the, the quality of the draft class... Is um, you know, the quantity is bigger than the quality yeah. for this yes. year, um, which is means, not a bad thing. No, sometimes I mean, there's not a gap because it's not you can like get good talent in the second round. Right. For it helps you know,
2: for a Bears fan like me, you know, that doesn't need a quarterback. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, it should be interesting. So we'll just run through, you know, the first five. I, I think it's while the top pick is not consensus. I think the um, the first five players kind of are, no matter the order that you go. At least the first four. So I, I think. Everyone can agree that Aiden Hutchinson will go in the top four.
5: Yeah, I'd say one or two. Yeah.
1: I do believe one of the tackles will, whether it's Aquanu or Evan Neal, will go in the top four. Yeah. Right.
5: Yeah, I think so. I think Houston's taken one of them. I do. three, for while, sure. While
1: I don't you know, necessarily agree with it, I, mean, I love Trayvon Walker, but I do think he's going to be a top five pick now just because yeah. of the, the hype that he's getting um, and the potential that he has. Right. And then the last one is up in the air. I, I think Sauce Gardner is rising up on everyone's board to be – I think the Jets are really looking at yeah. taking them at four. Yeah. Um, I, go ahead.
3: I think the Texans could take. Could take. Him. Could. Yeah, they could. Uh-huh. That's the that's
1: the yeah. weird thing is like these teams that have these high picks, some of the needs they they don't. You know, it's not about.
5: They got a lot of holes. That's like they the got Texans
1: have two tackles that are decent. They have you know Tunsil and Titus Howard. Yeah. If you take a tackle though, it, you're just setting up for the future. Right. But they could also go, corner, wide receiver, like. It doesn't. They could take Malik Will Like it doesn't. Nobody knows. Obviously, right. Davis Mills played good enough last year. Well, he'll yeah. he'll start. But it's just up in the air. Um, and it should be very interesting to see what happens. Usually, I love doing mock drafts and this type of stuff. Um, but who do you guys think will actually go number one between you know Walker or I
3: think Walker. Uh, I think Walker goes one. Go ahead, Mike. I'm gonna say Akwunu. You think so? I think he will go. First. I think that's the right. I pick. think
5: yeah. I do too. Yeah. I would think I would pick a tackle, but I think they're taking an end.
1: Yeah, it's very hard to to tell. the The GM for the Jaguars was once at the Forty Nine ers, right? Um, but that was back when they were no bueno. So um, he he
5: took a lot of combine freaks, not the yeah. He loves taking athletes, which what's why I think Walker will probably yeah. go. I think he'll prefer him over Hutchinson. He's had good drafts, yeah. and I think he's taken it in. So that's what I'm
3: kind of
1: yeah. Because he's taken guys like um, well, he took DeForest, uh, Solomon Thomas, yeah, Solomon uh, Thomas, guys uh, that are athletic on the D right. line.
3: So, boost. Salman Thomas, yeah, right, Solomon. right. But then also, but. DeForest Buckner, he went a lot <laughs>
1: higher than he was supposed to, yeah, and he turned out being mm-hmm. a great player. They didn't pay him, but um, it's a it's a high potential but low reward yeah. in the, in the way that he drafts, which is Alden why I do Smith, think Walker. He took Alden Smith. That's another he one. He did, and Alden Smith was not supposed to go that high, right? Just, I a, comp, just a guy
5: that tested amazing. Which yeah, and he turned
1: out to be a freak. Um, so on the, I'm yeah, pretty sure he broke the sacks record in, for his rookie year. Yeah. Um it was just insane but obviously off the field stuff you it's right. kind of hard to predict, predict right. who's going to be uh good but other than the the top pick give me who who do you think is going to be the first quarterback off the board whether it's Willis or Pickett
5: Willis. or I think it's Willis. Everybody Willis. consists of
0: Willis? Yeah, I think
5: uh, I, I think the only team that would have taken Pickett was Carolina because mm-hmm. Matt Rule recruited Pickett and he committed to Matt Rule at Temple and <laughs> David Tepper is from went, went to the University of Pittsburgh. Mhm. But I think Ben McAdoo tipped Carolina's hand to basically say they're not taking a quarterback with that Sam Darnold gaffe. Where right. it's like he's our starter. Oh wait, shouldn't have said that. So I think Pickett will. Pro- I mean, I don't. I think Willis will go above Pickett. Do you? Um, but do
1: you? Well, so you, do you think Carolina has a no, shot at taking? Willis? I don't think
5: Carolina takes a quarterback. I think that was kind of. I think they'll take a tackle because okay. I think one of the three tackles they like will be there. I would say. I would say the ones to look. I would say Seattle. Yeah. Could take Willis. That's the at first nine. One the That'd board, be the I first think. one, and then you get to like New Orleans. I don't think they're going to Washington. I could see Washington taking one. I think
1: tr- there's a chance Pittsburgh could trade up. Um,
5: oh. And yeah, Pittsburgh.
1: I, because I, if they if they really do love I got Willis, Kenny
5: Pickett going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, that could that could be. Reliable. I don't think
1: they like Pickett though. I think that's the problem. I've it's heard, just
5: if yeah. Willis is, if, and then I, I've heard apparently a lot of them like Corral. He's been rising a lot. He so. has been.
1: Um, and I know he's, he's been injured, but. It's like throwing darts at a board. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, well, it's it's hard to tell because guess. you could go from, you know, two weeks ago, Malik Willis was talked about being as the Lions' pick for the second pick overall, right? And now he's, I, there's mocks where I'm seeing him dropping them to twenty to Pittsburgh, and I'm like, right. that big of a gap is insane for a quarterback. But quarterbacks always go early. That's just that's yeah, yeah. the nature of the beast. It doesn't matter how good they are, how good you think they are. Yeah. They always oh, go early no matter what.
5: And one's not lasting to 20. No. Willis, I mean, if if he first, starts falling, somebody's going to go up and get him. Yeah. So we'll that's look. also a, you know, never know who. Like um Kansas City went up and got Mahomes. You always have some weird Texans went up and got Watson. So you always right. have someone you're know, you
1: not that was expecting after three guys that will drafted. jump up. Yeah. So, like, imagine the first guy not getting drafted for the first 10 picks. Somebody's going to trade for 11 or 12 right. for a team that doesn't need.
5: Yeah. The Bears went up and got Fields last year. So, right. So you always have. And I think mm,
1: a good yep. trade-out spot is that either – Either that Jets pick at ten because they already took a person at four, right. or Minnesota who right. who needs more picks rather than what? Well, yeah, a top guy. I think
5: that's interesting too because I don't think a quarterback's going early enough where they don't have to jump in front of anybody. So I don't. I think the trade out spots are kind of the ten range back, right? Because I think nobody like Carolina. I'm sure wants to leave. They don't have a second or third, but I don't think anybody's like I'll give all that up to get one of these quarterbacks. I think they like I could give mm-hmm. up the capital to get the twelfth pick, but not the sixth. So I think the trade backs will start later.
1: Yeah, well, and Carolina's most likely taking a tackle now that right. one's most likely going to fall to him. Yeah. So um, that's good for them. Mike, do you have any sleepers in this draft? That late first round that could be potential stars.
3: Um, Andrew Booth. And yeah, and Hill. That's what I was going to say. Booth or two. Really, Dax Hill. I love. I think those two guys. Kenyon Green is another one. I've told Nick over here a couple times. I really think the Bills should really look at getting him. I think he could be a long term talent
4: at t- guard. But that's those three. I really think. I, I saw uh, Tom McShay say Andrew Booth to the Bills right. late in the first. That'd be a good. Well, that's, I just don't see him falling that, that far. Well, like a, I think he's a great. Yeah, yeah a great DB. Turn, I don't know if he if he falls that far though.
5: That's the thing is that the corner class is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's people what I thought say. two years ago Stingley. He's the biggest question mark. But if you get Stingley at what his upside is. Right. You might have got the best player in the whole draft.
1: Correct, and that's the difference and is we don't know what Stingley you're going right. to get. So right now it's pretty consensus that Sauce is Sauce easily is number one. Yep. At two, it's between Derek Stingley because of his pro day that he just had, mm. and I would say Trent McDuffie is that right. third guy. Trent McDuffie could be one of the best players in this draft yep. because of what he can do. He can mm-hmm. he can play the slot corner. He could man up on the outside if he needed to, but he can also play safety, and that's you know having that versatility. On defense, um, he might not go, you know, top 15, but right. it'd be great value for whatever team picks him. And they also
5: have a Kair Elam from Florida, who yeah. somebody might get in the second round because he might be the sixth corner and just a really good corner draft.
1: I'm not too high right. on Florida quarter, cornerbacks after right. C.J. Henderson. Uh, C.J. Henderson, Vernon Hargraves, right. Burn me too. Guys right. that I loved out of out of Florida that just have not panned out, but also the injury history is not um, on his side for right. sure. Finally, mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about the best receivers here. Um, kind of in order because there's a difference. You know, Jets could take a guy like Jamison Williams at ten because they want to stretch the field, but they could also take the best receiver I think in this class, like Garrett Wilson. They could also go Drake London just for a jump ball guy, which yeah. I think would be the worst pick in the draft. Let's yeah. be clear. I don't think Drake's that Burks great. Is up there, but yeah, Berks. Burks has been I, falling I on a lot. I don't
5: agree that him going that high, but I'm saying that's another one they have.
1: Yeah. So this this receiver class is very interesting because. We talk about the main four, which you just talked about, and then somebody like Olave gets left out of that conversation where right. he could slip into that Saints. I think the Saints would easily take him if Gary Wilson is not available or James Williams isn't available. Like, I think um, for day one starting for impact immediately, I think Chris Olave is probably two or three on that, but I don't think uh, the potential is as high as somebody like a Jameson Williams who could easily yeah. be one of the best deep threats in the league mm-hmm. by year three.
5: I mean, um, if he doesn't get hurt, I think he's clearly the number one, the first receiver off the board. Yeah, I, yeah, think I think that's still so. just, even though I know ACLs aren't like what they are. A lot of people come back from ACLs and they're fine, but it's still like a just something that they think about when they're picking. It's a little bit of unknown, yeah, right?
4: Go right ahead, as much. As used, If too. the Ravens are smart here, George Pickens, oh, they love, they love going D line. They love going. I mean, defense wise, they'll return everybody. Everybody's coming back from injury. Doesn't matter. With that right. with how
1: many times that team's been injured, they, they love picking D line and just rotating him. Because Calais Campbell's yeah. thirty eight years old. They like, need another receiver, man. Pickens yeah, does they do.
5: Pickens does have tremendous upside. It's just Pickens the immaturity the, it, at, at times with him.
1: But it, that hasn't even come out as much as that, the ACL obviously right. set him back. But he has if he goes to a team like Kansas City at twenty seven, if he falls all the way down there, right. he's gonna thrive. If he can stay, you know, on the field yeah. and stay out of trouble off the field. Right. Like, if he can stay on the field every Sunday, Kansas City's going to get a steal at those two picks oh, that they have late. Well, whatever in the
5: receiver night. gets to go to Kansas City is going to be very lucky. <laughs> well, it, Because I don't, you get Andy Reid calling, plays, for, calling yeah. plays, putting you in good situations. Like if Traylon Burks went there. Um, I think that's a team that could move up. Kansas City probably has a receiver they want, and if they feel like they got to go get them, that's another one that could jump I up' I don't know.
1: They have so many needs. They might keep both the picks they have just because um, – I feel like if you move up, you would have to give up both of those picks in the late first just to move up right. 10 spots or whatever it is. But we'll move on. NBA playoffs are here. Um, they're in the full flesh. We're almost done with the first round, so we'll talk about that when we come back here on Red Zone Radio,
0: Revolution 91.7. Talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7. Red Zone Radio,
1: Revolution 91.7. Ryan Gooden here, Ken Bealore, Day, Nick Brick, Mike Stamper, I'll get everybody else in there, Matt Rosano, Noah Lyons, and Will Ferber all here with us. NBA playoffs are here, and um, they're very interesting. I, and I sweet, sweet,
4: sweet, 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 sweet.
1: Well, and we're going to talk about, sweet. the first one that we need to talk about is <laughs> the Celtics-Nets. Wow. Um, I don't know if anybody in here would have expected a 3-0 Boston Celtics lead after uh, a week of NBA playoffs, but... KD and Kyrie, both of them have not shown up Mm-mm. in this playoff series whatsoever. Now you have Ben Simmons not playing in Game 4 after he said he was going to um, because he thought they were going to win Game 3, I assume. So now right. he's not manning up and playing. Um, one of the softest things I've seen in a while. I yep. say, And I'm all for players that are injured stay out, but you know for a fact that he's not injured anymore because there was a a report that said he could have played Game 3. Yeah and he didn't, and he was, you know, just being cautious, and he definitely was going to play game four, and now it comes out after they lose game three that he's not playing game four.
4: And he passed mm-hmm. a physical. You have to pass a physical to be traded. Right. So,
1: And not only that, but I there's, if you're worried about, you know, if he was game seven, obviously he's not coming back because your first game back and all that pressure coming on you of, even though you have KD and Kyrie, it's like if you screw up, yeah. everybody's going to, you know, put on the limelight. You're down 0-3. There's no expectations for this team anymore. Right. Other than maybe win a game, yeah, and at that point, well, and it's just, like he's
5: not gonna play. They weren't gonna put him in and play him thirty minutes. Like, no, Steve, I mean Steve Nash, you know, knows somewhat what he's doing. He's probably gonna play him by uh, fifteen. Uh, I said somewhat. I don't know, somewhat. I said I don't know somewhat. If Nash knows
3: that
1: much well, about basketball. Somewhat.
3: <laughs> See, I don't understand the Blake Griffin situation. They lose game one by one. They lose game two by at what six? You're gonna tell me Blake Griffin wouldn't have made an impact coming us because right. we saw what he did last night. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I think they're just they. In the fourth quarter, when the Celtics automatically lock on to KD and Kyrie, yep. there is nobody else that can step up. Seth Curry has been non-existent. Yeah,
5: he's played. Bruce really Brown bad. has
1: been the best player on this team somehow for the three games that we've had, right. and that is sad to say. That's but a problem. They, when well, they Bruce barely guard
5: him, so that helps.
1: KD had 11 shots last game. That can't happen. Yeah, here's the difference between somebody like KD and somebody like Giannis. Giannis loses Chris Middleton, going to Chicago for the next two games. Blow you know what he out. does? He blows them out by 20 in both games, and nobody says a word With the about help it. of Grayson
5: Allen. Yeah, but... Had 27 to 29. 20. Let's give Grayson Allen a little props.
1: Yeah, but... Okay, I'll give him. <laughs> what do you say? Grayson Allen had 27, 29. <laughs> Ugh, gross. But well, look, listen. But the difference is <laughs> oh, yeah, Giannis oh, yeah. is not passing up right. opportunity. Like, Chris Middleton he could have easily been the, the excuse that he right. needed to, you know, oh, we... Dropped a few games to the Bulls, who haven't beat a team all year.
5: Well, and Giannis had like eight assists in that game yeah. in the first half because he was like, they're doubling me, so I'm going to get it out of my hands quick. KD just, I don't know, it just dies, and he just shoots He's turnover- bad shots KD's and turnovers. Turnovers,
4: man. yeah. This is what KD wanted. Right. He wanted a free-flowing offense. Yeah. Why did he lead the Warriors? Because he didn't like playing an offense like that. Right. He didn't like sharing the ball like that. So you come over to the Nets. You join your best friend, Kyrie. You get the select coach of your choice, even though your teammate says, we don't need a coach. Okay. And then you come out. You oh, win your first. Not only they traded for James Harden because oh, yes.
1: they wanted him that
4: badly. Traded yeah. for another one of your best friends. Yeah. You come out win your first series. Cool. You lose in seven, the second series. All right. You come back. You're about to get blown. You're about to get swept by the Boston Celtics when you were the NBA title favorite all year. Yeah. 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 All year. All year. Like, there's no excuse for this, none whatsoever. And this, you you, you should have known that double teams were gonna come your way. Learn how to pass the ball.
1: Right. He's had so many bad turnovers to where, like, it doesn't even seem like the team's on the same page whatsoever. And you know, you, you saw it last night or two nights ago, whatever they played. Well, him and Kyrie were kind of jarring back and forth because it's just a miscommunication right. turnover that happens late in games well, that cannot happen.
5: Well, and his last night, he had well, whenever 16. Tatum had 39. That's the difference. Yeah,
1: 16, It was his Tatum matchup. Had 39, so.
4: Bruce Brown had 23.
1: <laughs> yeah. that's that Was that the leading scorer? Yes.
3: yes.
1: That's that's the biggest problem I've ever seen from an NBA franchise, the fact that you have two quote-unquote superstars who are not playing. And I know people are going to be like Kyrie's fasting and, and KD's. T- I don't care. So is Jalen Brown. Jalen yeah, Brown is the same thing. Is, yeah. So there's no excuses for this team other than they are not playing like they should be. KD has not played like he has honestly since he had the injury, and then he had that one series against the Bucks that he did. You know, you kind of saw flashes of it, and you were like, right. maybe next year he can come back to that. He hasn't. No. Kyrie, I mean, he had a quarter. F- he had
5: the game one fourth quarter. He played well. Yeah,
1: and those ten points are the only points he's had in the fourth quarter since right. then. So he's had ten points in three fourth quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That cannot happen if you're Kyrie Irving. So
4: Ben Simmons numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you but, might as
1: well put Ben Simmons out there anyway.
4: Here's awesome. I, I was going back and forth all year of who's the best player in the league is either KD or Giannis. It, it's it's clear to me now. Like I've never yeah. seen anything like this. Yeah. I've never seen KD get shut down like this for against the team who he dominated last year. Yeah. This is the team that he beat last year. Yes, yeah, coaching's different, but it's still the same team. And last yeah. year they had a better team than they they had a better team last year than they do now. But this is what you wanted. You were supposed to step up in this moment. You and Kyrie are supposed to be leading this team, and right. you're not. So I just don't. And I know get
1: we're it. ragging on on the Nets, but we do have to give props to yeah, Jason, so. Tatum, yeah. Jason Tatum because Jason Tatum has been a two way player, which we have not seen right. for you know a while. Like I don't, ever.
5: Maybe young guys we... struggle. I mean, it's like he's finally figured out the defensive side. That a lot of young guys come in the league and they can't play defense. Well, and
1: some of it's effort, but some of it is just the actual knowledge of it. Yeah. But he has become. Progressively, I mean, people don't talk to about him as in like that top ten, top five player conversation. But he, after this series, right. should be talked about in that I mean, limelight. I
5: mean, when they'll, I mean, they'll probably get the bucks. They're up three one. I would not be surprised if that's a long series. I think Boston looks really yeah. good.
1: And Boston did. it, it They've manufactured their team to where defense matters, right. and they can they'll beat you scoring under 100 points, which is mm-hmm. um, kind of old fashioned basketball, but hey, it works.
6: Give credit to to Marcus Smart; he's had a great
1: series. Yeah, he's honestly I think the reason that guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have bought mm-hmm. into playing defense. Oh yeah, because you it's see a good culture. The, the impact. As that, Rob Williams coming back was the biggest thing right. that happened mm-hmm. for them yeah. the other mm-hmm. night.
5: And he, and he brings a toughness very similar to like Draymond Green on those great warrior teams. Where it's Marcus like, Smart. Marcus Smart. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like... <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: I
1: thought you were talking about Rob Williams. Oh, <laughs>
5: no. Marcus Smart.
4: Um, you look at yeah. this Celtics team, you're like, man, why did they get rid of Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge a long time ago? Yeah, yeah. well, Brad Stevens... Well, the one Brad Stevens the Stevens, well yeah, he, he the took Danny Ainge's Age. job, but like yeah. mainly Danny Ainge. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's weird to me that Brad Stevens, because you know Brad Stevens, he... He was never a great coach with star players. He was fantastic with the guys that weren't supposed to be that good, and he right. made them better. Uh, Aduko, I think is his name. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah. Yudoka. A- Yudoka, I yeah. think. it's. Oh, uh, well, I've <laughs> been saying it <laughs> wrong it's, it's all year. So, it's, it's along those it's lines. Um, he has done well with making Jason Tatum be the star and be like, this is your mm-hmm. team, go out there and take it. And, and he has 39 points in a, in a game three that you need to win mm-hmm. to kind of because you know, if Brooklyn wins that game in this game, they're
6: back in game it. two. They're back in it. it's, a, you know, well, three I game think series. If if they went back into to Boston two two, the Nets are going to win the series. Yeah, so they, I think they, so. They saw that game even with a two game lead as a must. That win. was a must win for yeah, the Celtics, right. and they played like it. And even though it absolutely, even more so, was a must win for Brooklyn, they didn't have the urgency that Boston played with, and that just goes to show you that in the Eastern Conference, I don't think there's a team that like just plays as hard as Boston does. Right, and that's. Pretty impressive. And we'll go I, through the – oh, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. Caden, do you have the another heat. team? The Heat. Yeah, the I see. That's that's the only other team yeah. I would even think about saying we'll, that about. And we'll talk about other teams. Warriors going to five game with the Nuggets after today's
1: win for the Nuggets. We'll talk about some gentlemen sweeps there. That's probably the, going to be one of them. Bucks yeah. are probably going to sweep. Gentlemen sweep the Bulls. Yeah. They're up three to one with Middleton out. Um, the Heat, depending on if that Hawks game tonight, depending on which way that goes, um, could really be a difference yeah. maker. Kyle Lowry's out. He is. Um the interesting series are the Grizzlies and Wolves because the Grizzlies have not looked good, mm-hmm. especially John Morant. Right. It's been the role players like Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks; those guys have stepped up, um, and Cat has every other game. When he off, decides apparently. to <laughs> um, And then the Suns without Booker, we'll see what they do. If they can win tonight, I think it's pretty clear that they'll win the series. Right. But Pelicans two to two. If they can go back to Game Five and what? Why are you smiling so hard?
6: <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just laughing at myself.
1: Anyway, if they can go out if. If they can get this win, um, that'll be big for them. But the Mavs and, and Jazz is a series that I cannot stand to watch because oh, I
4: can't brutal. stand to watch oh. the Jazz The play. Jazz are going to win now, all but, because Dwight Powell missed two free throws, couldn't hit one no. free throw. It, it, yeah. it, yeah.
5: Luka's got two of the next three well, the Jazz He's got to win. Right. He, he's got to win but this But whoever
1: wins,
6: that's going to get swept.
1: Yeah, I mean, who, who they play? Is it the 4-5? The, the yeah,
0: yeah, they'll play the Suns. So play the Suns. I, maybe.
5: Which is also a break for the Suns that they get the winner of that game yes. without if, Devin Booker. While Devin Booker's gone, they don't pull the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Well, know, yeah. they, they get to wait. On, you know.
1: That's what you get for being the best team right. in the league, I guess. Um, And then finally, the Sixers, they're also going to be a gentleman's sweep, uh, I believe, yeah. tomorrow tomorrow, I think that's when they play. Yeah. Um, So very interesting for the playoffs. Um, we'll look out for those Grizzlies-Wolves games and Mavs-Jazz who knows if they're in a game seven by the time we hit on Friday or Saturday or Sunday by the time we come back here next week? They might be in that series still. So we're going to do some pickems when we come back. Listen to Red Zone Radio, Revolution
0: 91.7. Talking all things Tapper Sports, you're listening to Red Zone on Revolution 91.7. Yeah.
1: Red Zone Radio, Revolution 91.7. We have Pickums, and uh, we have been terrible at keeping up with them. Yeah. Um, so I do apologize for that, but hopefully we'll get next week. We'll find out who I'm the actual winning. winner is. Oh, you have been keeping up with them? No. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't <laughs> think sure so. Are, I'm winning. I think I am too. So, yeah. a three-way tie <laughs> for first, and then everybody else is at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have uh, some good games coming up. We'll talk about them. Game four for these two teams. Um, it's the Suns and the Pelicans. Who do you got? Oh, are we doing the Hawks one? Or is that going on right
4: now? It's on right now, yeah, so I didn't count that. Okay. Um, but it's tied, I think.
1: Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. We could do that one just because nobody really knows. All right. So we'll do the – who's going to win this Hawks-Heat game? It looks like they're probably –
4: Hawks up by seven. At yeah. halftime? Uh, eight minutes and left in the second quarter.
1: Okay. So pretty early. Who knows what's going to happen. Uh, Mike, who do you got? In that game? In just that game, yep.
6: Uh, Miami. Nick? <laughs> you guys basically gave me a cheat sheet and said the Hawks are winning – I think they'll win this one.
1: Interesting.
4: Caden? I think that he. I mean, he were down like 16 last game, came back yeah. and lost by one possession. So I think that he will put up Terrible last
1: way. shot. By the way, go ahead, uh, Noah.
5: I
0: think the Hawks are taking that.
1: Will Miami Mac Hawks. Yeah, I'm gonna go with.
5: I think this series could get scary for the Heat. Yeah, I'm gonna go I with the Hawks. Looks like it. They're an old team and they're kind of getting beat up already. Jimmy Butler's had an ankle. Kyle Lowry's out. Clay Capella's coming back for the Hawks now. They just got John right. Collins back.
1: Well, and the Hawks, remember last year they took out the Sixers. Right. So, like, this mm-hmm. is not a team to be, you yeah. know.
5: Don't hang around with them. Yeah.
1: So, um, next we have the Suns and Pelicans. It's at New Orleans for the fourth game. Mike?
3: Oh, uh, Suns.
1: Really? Nick? <laughs> Suns.
3: It's over from here.
1: Yeah, I knew you would be on the Suns. Mac? Oh God! Uh,
5: I, I, yeah, I would like to see the Pelicans, but the Suns are going to win. Chris Paul decided. Will, uh, Suns, and then Noah Suns.
1: I'll be the one loner since you know I'm probably dead last in these things.
5: I hope I'm wrong. I want to see a good series. I'll but, take the Pelicans
1: yeah. in this one, and uh, maybe Jackson Hayes doesn't get a flagrant two for you know just randomly pushing someone.
6: Celtics at Nets. Does this do the Celtics sweep? Nick break. As much as I'd love to say yeah, I, no. Like you've been saying, I think it'll be a gentleman's sweep.
4: We'll see five, Mike.
3: I say I'll take the Nets in four. In Nets game, in four in, in game four. Oh, that's <laughs> right. that's <what> I'm <laughs> uh, I,
4: I hope the Nets win this game for my own narrative sake. Yeah, I hope the Nets win. What's your narrative? Uh, I my narrative of Kevin Durant is way above Steph Curry. Oh but, come on! Uh, oh, if, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's that's awful. Really,
5: but I I think the I Way think above it, is pretty uh, no, I'm
4: think exaggerating,
1: but... <laughs> I mean, yeah, two years ago, yeah, he was, but... <laughs> I mean, Steph nah, did, was have, always
6: insane. Your KD did have to join Steph to yeah. win a room. Well,
1: it was Steph's team, but I think KD was still the better player overall. Disagree. But, but I mean, I'm, I'm a Warriors yeah. fan, and I, I watched every game, I can promise you. <laughs> KD was the best player, but uh-huh. it was Steph's team, and nobody can deny that. Right. Will, who do you got for this game? Celtics-Nets. Uh, give me Boston. Boston, sweep. Mac.
5: Yeah, sweep. I think the Nets are done.
1: Two sweeps. Noah?
3: Yeah, let's go Boston. Dang.
1: Yeah. That, that side of the room I think sweeping, I, I think is sweeping, which is why they're you know, on the other side because I'm going to go with the Nets as well. Right. Um so That's why you're probably at the bottom. So. I don't oh, yeah, think yeah probably at the, yeah. the bottom. I'm at the top, and you are at the bottom, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> you better watch your mouth over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Three-way yeah. tie for first over there. Yeah. That's the funny part is I have zero idea what's going on. I just decided. I have I could be dead last for all I know. Game five, Raptors versus Sixers. We all have a gentleman sweep here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Jazz and Mavs. This is an interesting one. Mavs go back home. It's a three-game series now. Is it interesting? Luka's going to be back. In, well, interesting for this series. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick, who do you got? I really don't like
6: the Jazz. I don't either. I don't know anybody that I does. I don't know why. I like, just don't. I think it's because of fans That's the fans and then Rudy Gobert. It. Yeah, it's, it's Rudy Gobert. I hate so Rudy Gobert. <laughs> so I'm going Dallas. I'm getting a little scared now. Yeah. But it's just weird. that I think the Jazz have to win yeah.
1: at home, though. And I think that's their problem. Is I yeah. don't think they can win on the road, Mm-mm. especially with Luka back now. They it's have to really. at
6: least win one on the road. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'm thinking Dallas. I'm going to
3: take Dallas. Dallas.
6: Yeah.
1: Dallas. Everybody got Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think yep. game five is huge for yep. either team here. I think the statistics show that whoever wins game five usually goes on to win the series yep. most of the time. Hawks Heat, for the fifth game, obviously, everybody that picked their certain ones can close out the series or not, depending on who you picked. Um, I picked the Hawks, I believe, so I'm going to say that the Heat will win game five. Caden, who do you got? Heat closing out. Nick? Yeah, Miami. Mike? Miami. Caden, or um,
5: Mac? I'm going to go Hawks. I think it goes seven, but I'm taking the Hawks. Now, did you take the Heat last time no, or the Hawks? Hawks, so you take the Hawks, Hawks are going to go up three-two. Two two. Two. Yeah.
1: Okay. And you think the Heat are going to win the series still?
5: Mm, we'll go seven. I don't it's know two, yet. two-two. Okay. Oh, it's two-one.
0: Never mind. Um
1: yeah. Noah?
0: The Heat will win game five.
1: And then Will? Miami. Okay. Finally, roll through these quickly. Wolves at Grizzlies. This should be interesting. Grizzlies back at home for game. No. Yeah. It's yeah, back Grizzlies is back at home yeah, for game five. Game um, We'll see if, if Jock can show up, up a little yep. bit. Mike, who do you got?
3: Uh, two more Wolves. Okay. Nick? <laughs> this is the wolves. one where
1: I think you can go either way. Yeah, we will right, be fine. Caden? Grizzlies. I'm going to take the Grizzlies as well. Yeah.
5: Cat uh, played well last game, so I'm gonna take the Grizzlies. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, not gonna yeah. do it again. That's
1: a fair point, Will.
2: Mavs. I mean Mavs. Memphis. <laughs> Memphis. Uh, and long then long Noah.
1: Day. I'm taking the Grizzlies. All right. Finally for the NBA, we got Bulls, Bucks. Anybody everybody got the Bucks? Yeah, Bulls
2: game. I'm satisfied. Give me the Bucks.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Bucks will gentlemen we'll sweep that. Finally, first pick of the draft. Everybody kinda said Walker earlier. Is that who everybody's sticking with? I'm gonna go. Um with him just because of reports. But
4: yeah. It's crazy how it was uh, Kevon Thibodeau not that long ago. Literally <laughs> right, less yeah. than a year. For I'm,
1: for multiple years he was.
4: I'm gonna
3: stick with my offensive line narrative. I'm gonna take a corner I, I'm, I'm going gonna, with Mike because he was he too. was
6: right last year, like up until like the tenth pick. So yes. I'm going with Mike. Everybody over there?
5: Uh, Walker.
6: Walker. I'm gonna I'm gonna g- agree with Mike for
2: once
1: and
6: there you go. Line, Mike's
1: Mike's right. Sometimes, yeah. you know. He knows. Um, who's the first QB off the board? I think everybody kind of mentioned it was Willis yeah, for Willis. them. Yeah. Bailey's happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kidding <laughs> Bailey's happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the interesting one that I, th- I want everybody's opinion on. First wide receiver off the board, Nick. Who do you
4: got?
6: Uh, this is a weird one. I'm gonna go. What's his name? Alave. Okay. Uh, Garrett Wilson.
4: Caden. Garrett Wilson. O-H. Noah.
3: Jameson Williams. There you go. Uh, Mac. Yeah, I'm going to go Jamison
5: Williams.
1: And Will? Garrett Wilson. I'm going to go, depending on the team, I'm going to go Jamison Williams as well. Um, But that will wrap up this show. Tune in next week. We will have a two-hour show. I'm not sure if it's going to start earlier or later. We will figure that out. Um, I believe Caden just pointed earlier. Um, So we should be in here at 5 o'clock till 7. Come hang out with us. The final episode for me, Caden, and Nick. Uh, But thank you guys for tuning in. Of course, check us out on all social media platforms, WK, Red Zone, Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. Um, And as as always, go go Tops. Go Tops.